Welcome to Life Science Marketing Radio, the podcast where marketing leaders inside and outside the sciences share their creative ideas and practical approaches to increasing your marketing ROI. Here's your host, Chris Connor. Hello, hello. Welcome back. If this is your first time listening, thanks for joining me. We've got a great episode today. Um, it's kind of a master class in the big picture of marketing. But before we get started, you're probably in planning mode for 2019, and you might be thinking about starting a podcast. That's an awesome idea, but you're probably not thinking about it like this as a sales enablement tool. Your sales team is out on the road watching the miles go by, or they're stuck in traffic. Either way, it's an opportunity to update them on new product information and any other thing you might have used a webinar for in the past. It's now possible to deliver a secure private podcast on an app in the same way that you're listening to this podcast right now on your smartphone. If that sounds like a good idea and you want to know more, email me, chris at lifesciencemarketingradio.com. Now, let's dive right into today's episode. Rebecca Rapucci is a modern marketer and the director of marketing communications at Cell Signaling Technology. CST recently won a Life Science Industry Award for Best Digital Advertising, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but welcome, Rebecca. Thank you, Chris. Bioinformatics hosts these Life Science Industry Awards, and they recently presented them at Neuroscience a few weeks ago. So what does best digital advertising mean? Here's their explanation. Simply put, it's a top of mind kind of question. They ask a group of scientists, which supplier do you believe has the most effective digital advertising? And more people chose CST than any other company. Then... Uh, the respondents are asked, what's the level of confidence in the brand they chose on an 11-point scale? And again, the people who said CST were more confident in their answers than those who selected other suppliers. So that's a pretty big deal. Congratulations to you and your whole team on that award. Thank you so much. We're absolutely thrilled and humbled at the recognition. Yeah, it's neat. So we're going to talk about that today, like what you did to win it. And I, I sort of think, I just want to frame this out, like we're going to talk about some digital marketing and you and I have already talked about it a little bit and there's maybe nothing in here that isn't something other people have thought of, but it's all the things you did to make it happen, I think is really the guts of this, but we're going to talk about the whole thing. What contributed to the win in your opinion, because there is no specific citation and what's been your overall approach to Digital. When the team got the nomination initially, we were thrilled, but there was a lot of soul searching and contemplation about it. And going back, we went all the way back to 2013 when I started this journey with cell signaling technology. And at that time, 63% of our marketing budget was dedicated to print advertising alone, which was pretty normal for any life science company. But when we thought about it, we had no webinars, we didn't have any SEO or pay-per-click strategies. We had an extremely small database for a company with such a loyal following. And then when you jump forward to where we are now in 2018, 
we actually spend no money on print advertising. The world has changed. We now spend 25% on webinars and 75% is dedicated to digital with a heavy, heavy focus on video and social media. So we've totally turned our plan upside down. And in our minds, that's what contributed to the overall win. Yeah. So everybody out there is probably thinking like, They've been in the situation and they're trying to take on a new initiative or do something more in any area of digital. And you had to make some hard choices because some of the difficulty is in explaining to folks why you're going to make such a radical change. And maybe you did this over the whole five year period, but talk about how you did that. How do you convince your team? So it wasn't easy. (laughs) It was really slow over five years. And Cell Signaling is a wonderful company and it's a, it's a different kind of company. Yes, we're a for-profit organization, but we operate as more like a research institute. So cutting print advertising was extremely difficult for us because that's where the papers are. But we needed to do that and, and do it slowly so we could get our message out to the right researcher. We also cut some trade shows and we cut digital product listings so we could make investments in our own website and drive traffic to our site. Because the more we learned over the years, researchers start their search for information with Google. So we had to be there. It was a hard choice, but it was the right choice. Digital offers us targeting of our customers with minimal waste. The environment is very important to us at CST, so this was a way to cut some of the unnecessary printing we were doing. It's overall more cost-effective and efficient. And we were peanut buttering our strategy, and we were hitting all the customers, but were they the right customers? And we just need to know who those customers are that we need to speak to directly and really make that tough decision to focus. It's not easy because it means some people aren't going to be happy, some of the developers, some of the product managers, but in the end, it's the right decision. Yeah. And um, so I would love to talk about that in depth, but let's, let's move on to the kind of the changes you made to your team to move in a new direction. So it was more than just my team. And I have to thank the CST organization and the leadership for making great decisions in the organization as a whole. We made huge changes in our IT department and those investments have made a world of difference. Once IT was solid, we added some great digital expertise and that included deep analytics. And Marketing, as you know, without metrics is absolutely pointless. And right now we have goals for all our tactics and we measure our progress on these goals. And recently uh, we aligned our product marketing team, our marketing communications, digital development, and IT by educating the entire team on a pragmatic marketing approach. So when we talk about marketing terms or different strategies, we all use the same language, which helps to streamline our processes. Right. So let's, I want to dig into the IT part. So, cause I, I, I think I know what you mean, but I, I want to be specific about uh, maybe it's platforms or like you say, analytics mm-hmm. or infrastructure. Can you tell us what specifically, what kinds of things you did? 
our page loads in Asia were minutes long. Now we're under three seconds. So it's it's infrastructure. It's uh, looking at all the tools we have, analyzing to make sure everything's connected and working together. We've recently um, launched sites in multi-languages. So prior, we had independent websites around the world, and now we have one cellsignal.com website in um, Chinese, German, and we're going to launch soon our Japanese site. So it's that consistency and pulling everything together and, and that same focus. We're all focusing and we're all driving in the same direction and communicating with each other. And I'm not saying it's perfect, but we're all working together towards the same overall goals. And it's helping us make better infrastructure decisions that have better results. Yeah, now that, that that's exactly what I was looking for is, um, you know, those things about is it is it your website and how that integrates? I'm sure there's multiple layers of marketing software and tools you have and sounds like you had to pull all that together to make all this happen. Yeah, because IT is no longer on an island. And it was refreshing that CST recognized that we actually have a digital team within marketing that reports into IT which forces that conversation. Nice. All right. You said everything has a goal and is measured and evaluated. I'm a big believer in goals. I'm always interested when people are doing new initiatives, how you set those goals, because what, where do you start out and be realistic, but not set the bar too low? So of course we monitor best practice and we use a lot of industry standards and past experience we are looking at all our individual tactics and we have a quarterly reporting cadence that we give to management. For example, in, in our last quarter, we were able to say that our most successful content tool driving engagement has been remarketing for our famous pathways. Uh, we're averaging um, a 5.1% conversion rate, which is more than double the industry average at 2.35% putting us in the top 25% overall. And that's a good gut check for us to make sure, are we doing the right things? Because you can do a lot of things, but should you be doing those things? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the main thing for everybody, I think. Um, nice. And then let's talk about personas because we kind of skipped over that when you talked about, are we marketing to the right people? What did you do there? So when we start a campaign, we talk about who we're talking to, how old are they, what do they look like, are they a man or a woman, what do they do in their free time, so that when you're evaluating the work, you're not giving your personal opinion, because your opinion, although interesting, is not really relevant. It's, it's the needs of the scientists that you're trying to approach, so you really need to put that persona skin on and, and drive that through the whole creative process. So we, we really work to bring them forward and represent them as a marketer in all the pieces we're working on. And it's really paid off in connecting with the customers and, and we see it winning this award. That's why some of these pieces are resonating because we've hit the right customer with the right message at the right time. Cool, we're gonna come back to that. So. Previously in this conversation, you mentioned the term pragmatic marketing. Tell me a little bit more about what that is. So pragmatic marketing is taking an outside-in approach. Um, it's a, a tool in the industry. Um, and 
it's an outside-in approach. You attack your marketing plan by starting with the customer needs and trends as a guide, and then you develop your products and eventually your strategies. Whereas most companies take an inside-out approach, they look at what they do best and the resources they have, which may or may not solve the customer's problems. It's it's really taking a hard look at, at the customer pain point and trying to solve this pain point with the resources you have. And I think that speaks volumes to what kind of company CST is. We're not only progressive in our scientific research, but we also take that same approach to our marketing. We believe in high quality and reliability no matter what we do, no matter the department. And they've made this investment in taking this approach and it's working. Let's talk about messaging. How, how has this whole approach changed what you do in terms of messaging? So you don't want to peanut butter your message the same as you don't want to peanut butter your tactics. You're not trying to reach all basic researchers anymore. You want to focus on that single persona. I think the best example I've heard throughout my career is Special K. Anybody can go out and buy Special K cereal, but the marketers at Special K are marketing to that female. She's in her 30s to 45. She is the decision maker in the grocery store. She is the one buying this cereal. Why is it her and not a man? Because women know more about diets. It's the persona and it's the attributes of that persona that drive it forward. And we're taking that same retail approach into our marketing and life sciences, because if we want to get the right antibody to the right customers so they can drive to that next cure, then I have to do a better job of finding them in my marketing message. Yeah. And, and just even being specific about the, the phrases you use that attract the right kind of person. So even though they may have seen your messaging before and it was the right product and the exact same thing, when you focus in on who it actually is and you use their language, then they go, Oh, that's for me. Right. Then they look away the same way as the person you just described can't look away from a box of special K. Yeah, absolutely. And it doesn't mean everybody else can't buy the special K, but, but you need to focus in on that one target. Yeah. It's a, it, it's as much of a, an attention device as it is a broad marketing device. It's it's really making sure that person doesn't miss it when it goes by. Absolutely. Because we owe that to the scientists to get them that great product. You talked a little bit, um, or you told me previously that social media is a big part. And I th- think this is interesting because there's, I think there's still conversation around this or debate even like, some for some companies, I think it it's working, and others are struggling. But we've certainly had people on this podcast who um, have been very successful with social media. So, can you talk a little bit about what you've done there? So we are playing around with social media and we're finding our customers are out there. They're engaging with us, which is kind of exciting to see them engaging. Um, Instagram has been very surprising for us, um, and it really shouldn't have been because in science, you have beautiful imagery and it's resonating with customers. So very cool. 
Rebecca, I want to thank you so much for taking the time. This is late on a Tuesday because we were trying to record this this morning and we had a technological nightmare on our hands, which I spent the afternoon trying to fix. We've got it done. And um, so it's really late your time and we're going to be able to get out this episode. I thought I was going to skip a week. But thank you so much for sharing everything you've been doing. Congratulations on your award. Thank you so much. And I will put a link to sellsignal.com uh, on the page so you can at least take a look at what Rebecca and her team are doing. And I'll put a link to pragmatic marketing for people who are curious because it's kind of a it's a big it's a big plan. And I think that's what made you successful is all those things about how you talk to everybody internally and your infrastructure and selling the whole idea and then goals and measurement and the whole nine yards. I credit the management at Cell Signal Technology, and I thank them for their support. Right on. All right. Thank you. Have a great rest of your evening. So I think the takeaway there, um, as Rebecca talked about turning their marketing program completely upside down from heavily print to almost exclusively digital, there's nothing in there that we talked about tactic-wise that we haven't talked about on the podcast in the last couple of years personas, video, social media, all those things, messaging, but it was all about being specific. So really identifying who those customers are. And then the internal conversation, like what do we need to do with our infrastructure to make all this happen? And, and it was a long process. She's been into this for five years and I'm sure they're not done, but she had a plan. They have a way they communicate internally with each other about what marketing is and what they're trying to achieve. I think that is the valuable lesson in there. It's like painting a house, right? It's, it's all in the preparation. If you've got a good solid foundation, you prepare it well, the painting is going to go well and it's going to stick. If you're not prepared well and you're slapping on paint without any thought, well, you're going to be painting your house again. And that's kind of describes how a lot of marketing goes. And I think I'm going to leave it there. My last piece of advice is if you're going to upgrade your operating system, do it over a long holiday so you have time to test everything out and then test everything out because that's, um, I love my new operating system, but that's the reason we had a technological nightmare this morning. That's all I'm going to say. Tell two friends about the podcast and I will see you in a couple of weeks. Bye.